Welcome to Camdeners, the official podcast for the Camden Clean Air Initiative with me, Jeffrey Young. In this podcast, we get to know and discover the lives of Camdeners, those special individuals shaping the unique and vibrant culture of the borough of Camden. Today, we speak with three category winners of the Camden Eco Champion Awards 2021, Alfie Cooper-Brass, Arva Lang, and the team at Global Generation, represented here by Jane Ridderford and Shireen Sultana as we showcase the amazing and impactful work of passionate members of the borough of Camden. First up, we chat with Alfie Cooper-Brass, a year six student at St Paul's Primary in Primrose Hill. Alfie has been prolific in his quest for creating a culture of sustainability within his local community, creating a Be A Planet Superstar program, encouraging everyone around him to be more planet aware, crowdfunding, which has led to the planting of 4,000 trees, and he's even convinced his family to go vegetarian, and a whole lot more. As a result of his great work, Alfie has gained a lot of media attention, a spot on Chris Evans' show, and even received a letter of recognition from the London Mayor, Sadiq Khan. Alfie, what is it that you've been doing that caught the attention of the, the Camden Eco Champion Awards? Indeed, congratulations for being the winner of the junior category. Earlier in January, I created Be A Planet Superstar when we saw some litter pickers. We evolved it, making the initiative to get everyone to do a little bit planet positive and just to make this world a better place to live. So what I've been doing, going around, I've been posting ideas. I've got an ideas page on my website even. Uh, We did a schools challenge, promoting it to schools and with our sponsor, Mr. Organic. Every school that took part, they'd plant one tree. Oh, wow. And now I'm coming back for my Christmas appeal, where we're going to give the planet a Christmas present this year. At the moment, we're already on 4,500 trees. Wow, that's remarkable. So, and Alfie, where did, where did this idea come from? What made you sort of so eco-conscious? If I'm honest, I think I've always been rather eco-conscious. Because in year two... How I managed to get onto the school council was saying, well, I want to make the school more eco-friendly. But this year, what really urged me to make Be A Planet Superstar a proper thing um, is when I was walking along, along Regent Park Canal and um, I saw some thup, some people on thups and they had this massive pile of litter and they were going up and down the canal picking up all the litter. And I just thought, wow, what an amazing job. I spent the rest of my journey with my mum speaking about what we could do to make a difference. And eventually that evening it became Be A Planet Superstar. So why is it so important to do what you do? Well, we are currently in a climate crisis. And if we let that continue, our world, we might not, my generation might not have a world to see. What do we need to do? Um, And especially think about your neighbourhood, our neighbourhood, the borough of Camden. What would you like to see change and rapidly change in our borough? I think people should, out of will, be going on litter picks. And they should use eco-friendly energy providers. Another easy change um, would be to 
to go to a website called whogivethecrap.com and you can get eco-friendly toilet paper. Um, I'm not sure about the whole process, but I know how eco-friendly they are. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, Alfie. And you're welcome. It was very nice being here. Next, we chat with Ava Lang, a final year student at UCS, a key member of her school's Green Impact Society. Ava delivered a full analysis of the sustainable options to change her school's energy provider. She was also selected by the lead researcher at Oxford University to present her ideas on sustainability and delivered a presentation in a pop-up exhibition during the COP26 summit. Welcome, Ava. Thank you. Now, tell us just one pre-question here. So, you which which school do you go to, and what 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 year you're in? Uh, University College School, and I'm in year thirteen. So, what is it that you've been recognised for in these Eco Champion Awards? Yeah, a few things. I'm part of the school's eco active uh, group in the school, and we've been working to change the school's energy supplier to a green energy supplier for gas. Um, We weren't successful with that due to sort of money issues, but we are now trying again with uh, green energy and electricity. Um, I took part in an Oxford research program and that then got presented in Glasgow during COP26. What was it? What was that research program that you took part in? Yeah, it was part of a research into seeing how we perceive environmental problems in our sort of generation. And then we made a video sort of how we wanted to see ourselves in 2050 or how we envision 2050 being. Why do you think it's important to be so eco-conscious? I think it's such a pressing issue. It's probably one of the biggest issues of our time. And I think even the small changes that we can make really do ripple and set a culture. And I do realize how hard it is to make these changes with a sort of system that isn't so... It's not so easy to change your habits and not so easy to go away from your way of life to actively search for different things to do. But I think it's really, really important because the more we live in this really extractive capitalist system, the more damaging it's going to be. Yeah, the whole way capitalism is built on is profit maximizing and profit maximizing relies on extraction and complete disregard for the fact that sustainability needs to be a priority for future generations. So I think when we have these individual changes in attitudes and these individual changes then ripple, it changes what's demanded. And I think that's really, really important. So even now, changing our energy consumption to green signals to producers that that's something that needs to be invested into and that's something that needs to happen and you already see it shell now is the whole campaign is on green energy so i think that's one big thing and if you have that in every aspect of life soon i think the way life is going to be it's going to be a lot easier to make these changes than it is now i mean at the moment we're changing our entire way of life and it takes a lot of conscious decision making to do and i think that's only accessible to a certain type of person who isn't busy, who has the time to make these changes, who has educated themselves on how to make these changes. So I think when it becomes more widespread and more acknowledged, more normalized, I think that's when we will really start to see these changes that are really, really needed. Because at the moment, we're going in complete unsustainable ways. Final question here. If you could make change happen, especially within the borough of Camden, but also broader London and the rest of the world, what would you like to change and what would you like to change very quickly? <laughs> quickly is always going to be hard, right? Um, I think the thing, it always comes down to education, right? As I was saying before, um, maybe across Camden, if there's education or like community groups. Again, it 
it's about a thing about accessibility. I think the council really needs to be educated on what it is that they need to do on the issue, on the solutions. And from that sort of power making point, it gets replicated and reinforced with all their decisions. So I think starting there and then going to communities, um, you know, businesses, individuals, small community groups, um, looking how to support them. I think there's a lot, there's a lot that needs to be done. And quickly is also something that becomes a little tricky because if you want it to be permanent change, sometimes doing it quickly can be a little bit, uh, you, you miss things. But I guess that evolves, right? If you do it quickly, then you can build on it. And, and what types of changes would you like to see from the council? All types of change. I think in an ideal world, we would completely change, right? You'd want to go carbon neutral. You'd, But I think the biggest things, I think maybe from Cabinet Council specifically, is to have a group that focuses on this and have a wider education um, within the council member group so that every time they do make decisions, they are conscious that the climate should be considered in the decisions that they're making. But also sort of an intersectional approach, thinking about the minority group, what, like 34% of Camden is BAME. And I think having their opinions as well and seeing how they might have different experiences of these issues would also be really important to focus on. I think there's a lot, there's so much, it's such a massive issue. And that will obviously mean they'll have such massive solutions that need to come out of it. Thanks so much, Ava. Thank you. Finally, we speak with Jane Ridderford and Shireen Sultana of Global Generation, an educational charity in the heart of Camden that connects people of all ages to nature in the middle of our city. Welcome. Great to be here. Thank you, Jeffrey. What is it that Global Generation does and how is it making Camden a better place to live? Thanks, Jeffrey. Um, in short, we are really c- creating pockets of green within the grey and uh, gardens, which we call Gardens of a Thousand Hands, created through workshops, process with many different people and the principle of we together, we build the home that we live in. Uh, They're organic gardens that are good for biodiversity and local food production, but primarily they're also community spaces and sanctuaries for people to come together in different ways. And then alongside the physical aspects of what we're doing, we're really growing a generation of change makers with our youth programs who are eco-ambassadors within their own communities. And some of them are now on our staff team and some of them have set up their own initiatives. And I think it's their spirit and freshness and way of being that also unlocks possibilities in many of the adults that we, we work with. So they're very much the backbone of our work. And Shireen? Um, yeah, so my role is basically more of the delivery side of things and working with local residents. So the examples I can give you is like last year, we spent quite a lot of time working with lots of residential estates in the area to apply for small grants to do pockets of greening, like Jane was saying, and just encourage them to fill out these applications and have a voice to take pockets of money to do a little bit of greening, whether it's in the windowsill whether it's in an empty piece of planter, any concrete spaces just to put, build some planters on top and just encourage any greening 
at all. And like working with partnerships with other local organisations, um, we set up like a rooftop garden. The food that we produced there, it was going to the food hub. And so it was all about coming together to create this wraparound services that other organisations were providing in the local area. Wow, that's incredible. No wonder you were nominated and awarded. So why is it important to do what you do, especially in our borough of Camden? Well, I think for all of us, we've got to um, develop a different relationship to the planet. And I think what's particularly unique about Global Generations work, it's not just the physical things we do. We work very much within the spirit of what we call I, we and the planet. So as one of our young people said, what Global Generation does not only change people on the outside, it's changing on the inside too. And it's opening up a different relationship with ourselves, with others in our community, and the notion that actually, you know, the planet's not just a commodity, it's all of nature, it's part of our family. I think we do that by, again, introducing lots of different ways of knowing and, and experiencing the natural world. It creates deeper cultural shifts. I think it's really important, like me being a local resident, well as as a um, member of staff here at GG and seeing the change that you can do for people. I've worked with a local elderly Bangladeshi resident who um, didn't know the process of applying for small grants like this and helping her through that process and coming up with um, some grow beds for an empty space that she had and how happy she was from that just to be able to be supported in that way. So I think it's really important because I can we can physically see the impact it has people's mental well-being well as the environment and also just for myself you know personally I've got two young children growing up in Camden I see a lot of changes happening within the last space of like 10 years I've seen so many green spaces just being taken over so it's really important that you know my children have a better environment growing up in well as myself and how do we sort of make these changes for the better. Fantastic. And I just wanted to add in one more thing. I think, you know, a lot of people know Global Generation because of our sort of bigger gardens, like the Skip Garden and now the Story Garden. And, um, you know, we have this, we're involved in this wider network of green spaces. Some of them, as Shireen said, are very small. But I think the fact of where our gardens are and who we've collaborated with, they're like doing community things in unlikely places that you wouldn't expect to see them. For example, on developer's land and in the future, there'll be the gardens on the British Library piazza, as well as in the courtyards of housing estates. But what it is doing, we've chosen as a charity to work in a very localized way with uh, growing deep rather than wide, but it opens up precedents and possibilities for others in other boroughs and other parts of the country even in other parts of the world, people have used our gardens as reference points. And in fact, we've just negotiated with Argent, the developers, the heads of terms on a 999-year lease for an ecology and a community garden, which I think it really puts down an invitation and a challenge to other owners of land in Camden to say, look, you need to be preserving pockets of land for ecology and community for the long term, for the next 999 plus years. Wow, that's long-term thinking and um, in harmony with nature. Finally, question for both of you, 
what would you like to achieve? Yeah, for me, it's more about trying to have a more cooperative partnership with local organisations, you know, in just in one where we are located here in um, King's Cross, you know, there's lots of other organisations that we've been working really closely with. And I think we need more of collaboration. We all have sort of like a common goal and just come up with something that we we all support each other rather than just trying to work on what we're trying to achieve. So this supportive network and just getting more volunteers involved, just spreading the word, really, and just trying to encourage more greening, more activism for the environment. Yeah, I just build on what Shireen said. It's very much about growing a vibrant community cloak and that community is very much cross-cultural, cross-sectoral and cross-disciplinary, if you like. So I really think it's important, the notion, for example, that an unhealthy planet should be a physician's concern and that our physical health is intimately connected to the health of the planet. So I'd like to see, for example, primary care practitioners and GPs um, baked in as a layer within our gardens. So doctors are back again as the heart of the community doing face-to-face work with their patients and together taking care of the planet, which in turn takes care of well-being. The other thing I'd really like to see is a real shift from this really crippling risk-averse culture that we're in, and particularly for Camden as a borough to take that on, that there's so much potential that could be unlocked if everyone wasn't just watching their back in terms of what risk is going to happen. The effect it can have when where we're the principal contractors on a build and where uh, we've got everybody working together so construction community engineers and uh, uh, there's real risk taking and it's created a circular economy approach so actually we're creating one of the biggest circular economy builds in London and it's because there's the possibility of innovative thinking and people thinking creatively together. So I think in terms of circular economy, it's not about knowledge or technology or materials availability. It's about shifting the culture of how people work together. And I think that's a massive thing and Camden could really deliver on its climate change strategy if there was a lot more collaborative and creative working rather than protection of, you know, ensuring against risk. Thanks so much, Jane and Shireen, for joining us here today. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. And that's all this week for Camdeners. Camdeners was recorded in Serendipity Studios in Arlington Road for the Camden Clean Air Initiative. In Camden Town, in Camden Town.